0: Oh, What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode seven hundred and thirty-eight of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today, back from Brookings, James Dean Rader, who's at South Dakota State, with a former AWA, always AWA member, Parker Kek and probably others. I don't know, you send you send half your crew to Dejan hey hey was Nor- there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You send a lot he to the Panther so well. train. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Parker did well bumped up even for the team yeah still got the pin
0: they, they did it for the team we've got ben funky Askren here he was coaching at a youth tournament
2: this weekend that's oh yeah you love it don't you um you know i've, I've, came, <laughs> to, I've came to accept the youth tournament scene and, and how the parents are going to act um it really you know what's so funny is like lots of these high schools they don't have big enough gyms for everybody so they'll have two and like the seventh eighth grade girls essential be in one gym. And then the youngers are in the other gym. And just the difference between the two gyms. Like the seventh eighth grade is nice, nice and calm. Just the coaches are coaching. Parents aren't losing their damn mind. You go to the other gym. It's like all hell is breaking loose in there. Chaos. Yeah. Chaos.
0: It's so funny because Mike went to preseason nationals, I think, in Iowa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was like, yeah. you know what? He's like, parents, I think, I think are starting to. They're doing a little better. We're making a little progress. His parents aren't quite as crazy. And then at Houston Nationals, he was at Houston Nationals this weekend. Nationals, Houston Nationals. Quote quotations. And he's like, I, I take yeah. back everything I said. He's like, parents aren't better.
1: He's like, It's terrible. These <laughs> it's people are good Iowa he's folk.
0: Like, he's like, these people are crazy. Well, I think I think probably the tougher the tournament, you know, Precinct nationals yes. is a pretty tough tournament. You get people that probably understand what the sport is a little better. I think there are still some yeah. probably nuts parents there, but yeah, to, to that point. Now, Tulsa Nationals is this week. So parents, be on your best behavior. Let the kids have fun in this very, very yeah. competitive. Are you going, Ben?
2: Hell no, I don't know. Go <laughs> oh gosh, okay. Well, you yeah. can't enter, but you know. Um, no, I had a funny one. No, I, th- I think you're right about the, the skill level though, Christian, That 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 does make sense. I bet you see some wild stuff. Also, any tournament that just adds a nationals at the end of it for no good reason, that's bound to be some crazy parents extra. That's like another 20%, for sure. I'm gonna host Pflugerville Nationals. That would would draw some crazies. That would draw some
0: people. (laughs) It's because anyone in the nation is invited. I could make it a world tournament, world level. (laughs) Open it up to international competition. But then you can't call them all Americans. I can't call them all Americans, which is really what this is all
2: about worldians
0: um, yes so man this was such a fun weekend of wrestling yeah there so many duels i was able man i watched north i watched man i don't know how many duels i watched i don't even want to admit it where'd you but go it was great um and i even still i missed some there's so many great duels i missed nc state princeton so i've been playing catch up on that one um i think the story of the of the weekend is just basically every team has put all their chips in the middle of the table at this point, right? We saw Tom Brands had the pump fake with with Drake. He said it'll be Ibarra, and then boom, threw out Drake. We it knew was, that was coming. Well, we did, but he didn't say it. He didn't fool
2: us. He didn't, he didn't fool us. us We're untrickable,
0: on
1: Tom. uh Even though I was tricked, and I thought, I thought Drake would get pulled, but I just. I was like, okay, well, it's not this weekend. You guys, okay, be... hold
2: on. Time time. You guys, we knew Drake. We, we had it in the Lions. We bet on two Drake-Isle matches this weekend. We knew that Yeah, but that then was after happening. we did that, after. then the probables came out with Upara. Yeah.
0: So that was post. We knew it. Listen, story. I, I didn't know. I When people say something, I just say, okay, that's what's happening uh I'm I'm a naive what's gull- the point available
1: person
2: saying Bar is going when you know Drake is going <laughs> I don't know hey, seriously and then well the other one obviously I and I still I would love to ask questions camera is back why was Nelson ever at 174 unless he uh, can't be David Sod anymore I don't understand it well I think
0: I think with Nelson here's here's a, a poss- possibility one he, it was maybe it was unknown if and when Kimmer would be back. And so, if that's a, if that is actually a, if that was a question, then you want someone there wrestling matches. One, he makes your lineup better. Two, if he's going to be your guy in March, then you want him having yeah. had that experience. Two, maybe things turned around with with Abe, and Abe was getting the better of Nelson.
2: Um, that, I it, would. I mean, that's the most reasonable thing right there.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why. Um, but Kimmer Kimmer being back that was one of the coolest cooler moments cuz I didn't know if we'd see him. He was in the lineup but or he was in, listed as a probable one of them but when who let the dogs out came on it was it was freaking <laughs> awesome, man cuz it was it was cool because you're listening to Gibbons is talking about Marinelli and his when he's kind of recapping and then you just hear who let the dogs out and then Carver goes nuts. It's like, "Oh man, that's like freaking a classic college wrestling moment." And you know he looked fine against O'Reilly. It wasn't you weren't like, oh yeah, Kimmer's back all the way. But then he texts Ninehouse, who on that very same day where he wrestled O'Reilly, beat Mikey Labriola.
1: So yeah, that's, that's certain. That's really that's weird. But also Ninehouse like, did look tough until he got on bottom. Yeah, he also like, did he lose to the Rojas. Turn. Two weeks ago, though. Well, and he's lost to others as well in the past couple yeah. weeks. G- Garrett Ninehouse
0: is is a mystery to us, um, but it was not like very f- his win over Labriola. While I wouldn't predict it again, it wasn't a fluky win. Like, um, you know, it wasn't a Del Garbino Cassiope situation. It was like, oh, uh-huh, don't e- don't be don't be uh, putting my guy Del Garbino down. I'm not putting him down. I'm raising Cassiope up and saying you're better than this, Tony. <laughs> Uh, but I saw – but but it was like two – like he kind of outscrambled Labriola on I think two different takedowns and got the oh. win there. Where Purdue, being a rascal, we we're really jumping around. I,
2: I had a whole plan. There <laughs> was a the lot road. of stuff going on Friday night, Christian.
0: We but think about 125. Think about 25 and, and just all the oh. things that happened there.
2: You got Drake course, the Ayala. baby. I'm
0: never going to get anywhere <laughs>
2: with this guy.
0: Yeah, that's part of it too. So Ayala's back. <laughs> He loses to McKee, but then he beats Schroeder. And then D'Agostino, who we hadn't seen all year, he comes out and beats Barnett. Great win. And then he beats Pat McKee on Sunday. And that match was insane. McKee was up 6-2 with riding time in the third period. Did you watch this match, Ben?
2: so sorry. Uh, McKee and... Um, Diagostino. No. I mean, uh, well, I saw the turn. Uh, they... Uh... Northwestern posted that. So
0: before that, it was 6-2, and they were over-under. And McKee tried something. I don't know what he was trying,
2: but he put himself on his back from over-under. He likes to do. Well, he doesn't like to, but it happens sometimes. No, no. It's happened a significant amount of
0: times. Yeah, so but I don't think he likes it. It just happened. And so then it was 6-6, and you're like, okay, it's 6-6. You get out, you win. Then he got turned, and D'Agostino does a weird – you know how, like, see, he comes really high in the chest um, with his, like, normally you think a, hat, uh, a half and a deep waist, but he comes, like, he locks around, like, really high above the chest and get, gets the turn, and then he beats McKee. So, 125 was pretty pretty wild this whole, and then Ayala, this weekend, is going to have Cardani and the best beard in the Big Ten, Michael D'Agostino. So, another, yeah, I mean, more tests coming for, for Ayala.
2: You know, one of the things we talked about last year is how much parity there was at 125 and kind of everyone was beating everyone. And But last year, I think we maybe thought a little bit higher of, high, more highly of these guys, like that mm-hmm. they were high All-American potential. And now I think, you know, a lot of these guys, were. were you know, there are a couple steps below uh, Vito and Soriano and Glory, um, but there's still a, a crap ton of parity. I mean, between... If you threw them in a bag, you're going to get all – McKee, Ayala, Barnett, D'Agostino, um, a bunch of these dudes, you're getting all kinds of different results all the time. Yeah, it will
0: be – it's going to be up in the air for sure. Uh, so 25 was very fun this weekend. Glad – I mean, Drake is as sad as it is that Spencer's out for the year. That's big time bad. But Drake is gonna be fun. I mean, he's gonna inject a lot of energy into this because he's gonna be in a lot of matches. You don't know how they're gonna go. He's gonna make some mistakes. He's making mistakes in matches, but he he freaking wrestles really hard. He's got a shot because he can go with basically everyone on his feet, and so he's gonna add a lot of excitement for Iowa for Iowa fans into the lineup. You think about let's just talk about it. How does he match up against Drew Hildebrand? I have no idea. Hildebrand pinned the Maryland I have no idea. guy. And then he had a pretty close match against Moran of, of Indiana, who, who hasn't been having a great year. So you think, okay, that's probably going to be a really competitive match. Ayala should have, if he has an advantage, it'll be on his feet. Hildebrand's really good um, on the mat. So it'll be a really good test. Now, the, the beauty of what Ayala was able to do Sunday was he was able to dominate enough from neutral. He didn't have to go under Schroeder. And it would have yeah. been interesting. And if they wrestle again and the match material, materializes similarly, does Schroeder say, screw bottom, I'm going top. And let's see let's see if this true freshman can get yeah. away. I think that would be advisable.
2: I, yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know why you wouldn't do that at this point in time. I also watched the McKee and Hild, um DiAgostino. I have no idea what movie he was trying, Christian. What was he trying to do? I, what was the plan? I was thinking maybe he was trying to, like, high crotch or... Uh, I don't know. It's like he kind of like sits down-ish. It definitely wasn't a lat drop. No. I, I don't know what it he was trying really to do. really strange. Oh, they playing in slow motion. I love Pat McKee. You slow it down, speed it over. up,
0: reverse it.
2: Uh, maybe uh, an arm spin and he couldn't get his arm through or something? That's one of the key parts of all arm spins is your arm. So yeah, That's su- super weird. Uh, I, I don't know what he's trying to do. Tough
0: weekend really. for... Um, Dj Washington, I think he had pause on Friday, and then, um, then, he, then he had Brooks. He took down Brooks, and then Brooks ran wild on him for the remainder of the match. Thought he looked really good. nansky has been been really good this year. He had two pretty tough matches. I'm pretty sure this weekend won them both. He beat D J. Well, he beat uh Wilder on 12-5. Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll tell you what. Listen. No, no predictions. I'm done with predictions on this topic. But Braxton Amos looked pretty good against Balsec the second time around. He was in position to tie it slash win it late in the match. It was, Do you it was still improving. have him going to the national finals? Um, In in Greco, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Deal. I, but he is getting better. He is getting better. Listen, and I was
2: far. <laughs> Wait, I no, was, one, no one's even arguing with you. You're arguing with yourself right now. I
0: well, listen. the The start of the season for Braxton was was quite
2: surprising,
0: and I think it's worth noting that okay, he seems to be rounding back into form.
2: One, but yeah, uh, so- you're you're referencing one match because that Northwestern dude, he's really really bad. I am referencing one match. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, because his because his last match prior to those two was an overtime win over a D three guy ten days prior. But
0: all I'm saying, I didn't make any <laughs> predictions. I didn't say anything. I just said that was a good result. And also, sure. Dean, Dean Hamity DJ. Are we going Dean or DJ? DJ I, is. I don't, know. I don't know. We'll just use it interchangeably, like Donnell and DJ Washington, Dean and DJ. They're both great. Both great. He continues to look really good. But ben Ben doesn't want to heap any compliments upon Wisconsin wrestlers, especially now that Evan Wick's gone. I'm sorry, Ben. Sorry to bring this up, but I think those guys are pretty good.
2: No, I, I told you on Friday night, I like uh, watching D.J. Hammett. He does, he does a lot of things. I mean, my honest opinion right now is that he does. There are a few gaps there that are going to hurt him against the very best guys, but uh, I guess we'll see if I'm proven wrong.
0: Ed Scott takes out Quincy Monday.
2: Did you watch this match, Ben? No. I yeah, gone it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want you know what I want. I thought we were talking about. I thought we were talking with Iowa Minnesota duel because I watched that along with some other Big Ten matches on well, my the, computer. On you know what the
0: Iowa Minnesota duel was. I mean, the big things were Drake, Kemmer, and then a lot of really close ma- close matches that well, uh, you didn't think should be close. I, uh,
2: but so that I think that's the story. I think that is the
0: story. And so yeah. the Iowa spin, the Iowa fan spin is. Minnesota wasn't trying to win; they were just trying to block off and keep it close. Oh, for Which, God's sakes! There's some evidence that that could be part of the case, but I look—they—they they were not able to generate points. I mean, Bull gives up the first takedown. I think it was a counter yeah. takedown. That uh, guy's tricky, though. He's tr- I think. I think. Shout out, Co Carlson.
1: Shout that out to the only one that. Co uh, Carlson's kind of tricky. He really kinda, is.
0: He is good. He is good, and I think yeah. he won uh, against Northwestern as well. So he did pretty good. It'll be
1: interesting to see if he's a starter moving forward. Sparks. If Sparks hurt. I thought he got hurt like, at Scuffle. He might be super hurt though. He might be. It did not look good, so I don't know. But he did beat Carlson <laughs> earlier in the year. Okay.
2: But then okay, so um, Marinelli had a close one, one, mm-hmm. six five, and then the ninety-seven pounder. Um, I mean, he was able to keep it, uh, it. It was it was a match. I mean, well, listen at, he, for a while, you didn't None think it would be a match, and then. By the end of the match, you're like, damn. Like, this is super competitive.
1: We all picked Warner to cover four and a half.
0: <laughs> well, and and he sort of, listen, it was 5-2 in the third. It was set up for him to do it. It's like, all right, build your lead. But instead, Foy shoots in on a low double, finishes. And then right at the very end, he gets it. He goes double to single. He ran out of time, but he was in on a shot. Yeah. I, I was surprised Warner. I mean, listen, Foy, we talked about Foy earlier this year that he's, a guy that could
2: be interesting this season, but yeah, he's right. he's having some decent success, but not but
0: nothing great. You you expect Warren to kind of pour it on there at the end, and he just he yeah. did not. He didn't seem to pursue it, building the lead. It was Foy yeah. in pursuit of running him down. Desanto, I think Desanto Desanto winning by two points. I
2: mean, that's a that that I think that's something was up with that.
0: I think I think he must have been dealing with something because he didn't wrestle on Sunday. DeSanto basically never sits unless he's, like,
2: suspended yeah. or something. I mean, <laughs> so. him him winning by two points, okay, so I guess he beat the Iowa State guy by two points. But I think if you look at years prior, that almost never, ever, ever happens. You know, it's got to be someone who's really high level. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's blowing them out.
0: Yeah. So I don't... Uh... I don't know what to make of that. I think him not wrestling on Sunday is sort of telling, though, that there okay. could be something else going on. I don't know that, obviously.
2: Over Jaden
0: over Brooklyn.
1: Jaden continues to have close matches. I,
0: I was the only one that picked Ironman to cover 9.5. Just missed.
1: <laughs>
0: um, ah, 9.5. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not been scoring. This is his uh, – I was looking at his previous – Seasons for, on a percentage basis, one of his lowest bonus point scoring seasons he's
2: had. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: And he has not hit,
2: you know, a, a, a who's who for no. Big Ten
0: wrestling at this point.
2: I mean, the highest ranked guy he's got here on as is, is Simon at 15. There's no no one above that. Right. And he,
0: he very nearly lost that match sort of he kind of it was really just sort of one exchange and then he kind of dominated and dresden simon tricked the ref that was not cool
2: smart guy sometimes
0: it was was genius actually um but it kind of oldest trick in the book too. dresden we've we've seen it before but if it works go with it so yeah i guess maybe that is notable it was a close win for it was a lot of it was a lot of close wins
2: yes Um, that was i mean that's something I don't know, at least looking at this duel, I, I didn't see that one coming. I thought there'd be a lot more space in a lot of those matches. Um, so I think that's it. I think it's maybe not something to hang your hand on, but something to pay attention to as they're going into these other Big Ten duels. So they've this weekend's not going to be that hard because they got Northwestern and Illinois. But then uh, I, after that, it's Ohio State, then Penn State. Um, Wisconsin's probably better than minnesota and purdue maybe Uh, about comparable there'll be some tough matches from there yes
0: so we had we also had brayton lee running down caleb young late it it was it was young leading and brayton got the late takedown um that was that was a fun match right to the very end murin wins late against Blockus, got that late takedown to avoid i think they were tied and he got the the takedown is basically time required to win so not a lot of points for, for Iowa, not a lot of separation, but they were clearly the, the better team by a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And okay. that, and I'd say Gable their, their son take down.
2: Oh yeah. I thought Gable was going to cover when he got that near fall in the second period. And then just, that was a, that's a big, that's a big gap to cover. He had that cradle. Uh, and I thought he might yep. be able to use it, but he couldn't, couldn't take him through. He um, got two,
0: but he two near fall mm-hmm
2: okay yeah he got two backers on that one but he didn't get four yeah he got backers the backers on it is that <laughs> a wisconsin he got two backers I oh, Two he thought... backers
0: count them out ref
2: oh he broke 45 there <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna cover for sure when he got the back points but hey listen if you can't get if you can't get near fall ten and a half points is a big spread because that means you need like 10 takedowns yeah which is all why point. i
0: took this is why i thought cassiope would cover. Jd JD totally blew it. We got it done. He wasn't even close. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Penn State (laughs) they uh, they didn't quite face the rigor that other teams did. Um, They had Maryland and Indiana. Some takeaways there. Oh wait, the Penn State thing
2: is forget
0: the transfer portal. They're picking. They they're just getting assistant coaches and putting them in the lineup. This one that's a new one. Listen. For for all the triumphs of Kale's recruiting, getting getting a man that's got a full time job and salary oh, that's man. coaching and and plucking him and getting him in your in your lineup on your team. For one semester. For a semester, that's a move. I have not seen that. I haven't heard of that ever. I didn't know it was even like a thing you could do,
2: but apparently it is. A thing you could do. Yeah. Uh who saw that one coming? I think the correct answer is absolutely freaking no one. And at this point, it feels like they don't really need it, but I guess uh, why not get some free points? And and for Brady Berge, though, man, if your issue is concussions, I mean, I don't know. I I guess I don't know how I'd feel at age 22 if I could have one more shot, but there was the, the downside of the concussion issue. I don't know how I would feel about it, but it feels like as an outsider, don't know him, what are you doing, dude? Just keep coaching. Have a great life. I don't
0: know. Just getting himself one of these, get 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 in a ring. I don't know. I think. I I mean, he's probably wrestling every day in in practice. So what's the difference?
2: Um. Okay. If that is so, if that's true, I again I said I don't know him. I don't know the circumstances. If that's true, if he's, if he's getting in there hard every day, then yeah, I don't see the issue at all. But I thought, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he retire because of concussions? Yes. So, what, I don't know. If you retired because of concussions, so why the hell would you be wrestling every day? Gomez is back. He's killing it. Maybe it's... I don't know. I'm yeah. sure it's done with the consultation
0: of medical professionals. You'd have to assume. Okay. I hope so. I hope so, too. And I, him coming back, it makes me think he's probably going 65. Because... Who, Bergie?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they need... <laughs> they could have someone either one of those weights. They,
0: they could use... I, I think... You know, 57 is probably, I don't know. I don't know which which weight's a bit. weight. is probably but. weaker.
2: I think it's, well, it's weaker at the national level. So scoring points is going to be easier. hmm
0: But I think cutting weight doesn't make sense if you have concussion problems. Um, it does not. Well, But does it does create wrestling. an interesting either circumstance. Does competitively. It does create an interesting circumstance where he could wrestle Tanner Cook at the NCAA tournament should he, should he start and qualify. And that would be a really weird thing to coach someone And then compete against them in the the NCAA tournament. That That would be bizarre. That's a first. That's a first. Got to be, right? Has to be. Has to be a first. Um, (laughs) Other uh, Penn State stuff. I think Bo Bartlett went 2-0. He beat Rooks. Kind of a close match. um, Where Rooks. Did you watch this match? Did you watch Penn State? So late second period. Rooks just airmails uh, uh, a shot with like three seconds left and gives up a go-behind that ultimately basically loses him the match where just like no setup just dives at the legs and Bo hits like an easy go-behind at the end mm-hmm. and obviously gets the ride out because he basically got the, got his time expired and what could have been a, he would have been in position to make it interesting because he got Rook's got a takedown in the third but then you know at that point it, it that was the difference and it's the story with Michigan, uh, as they wrestled against Pitt,
2: was Cole Matthews taking mm-hmm. out Stevan Micic. Well, this should have been the leader of our show.
0: Yeah. This is
2: lot. highly concerning. It's concerning.
0: Uh, I watched the match after it happened, and then JD and I watched it this morning. And a couple of things. One, the the scrambling of, of Matthews gave him some, some issues to the riding and just the very folk style specific problems that Matthew Matthews is a folk styler through and through.
2: Super folk styler. Yes. Very
0: folk styly So it's a tough match. He looked big and
2: strong uh, compared to Stevon. And, and one, Cole Matthews. I mean, you remember he gave Ironman that really tough match at Nationals last year. I don't remember mm-hmm. that. He does. So he's yeah. He, he's hard to wrestle. He's not. He's not a pushover. He's hard to wrestle. And there was a.
0: And and even still, Stefan was in it until he got turned for four, in in a move I don't know how how would describe it, JD. But he's like he was kind of going for a cradle, but then he ended up Slipped under the head and front and across. Yeah, front and across, just kind of like
2: bull rushed him over. Suck back a little bit. Sort of, but not really. Um, I I, I, I actually watched this on because Peyton Mako does something really similar. I watched this okay. on Twitter. Um, yeah, because he was here, and the and he essentially goes like this, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And dumps them to his back. Yes, yeah. Sir. So that's, uh, I guess maybe not exactly a suck back, but I, I feel like it's more of a sucking back motion than a bull rushing motion.
0: Okay. Well, I will defer to you on moves.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, can we bring that one up? Because yeah, Peyton tries doing that a lot, and I've done that before. I feel like I can never ever hold the guys on their back once I do that. Yeah, he, the way he
0: landed with his arm right behind the the head, it was like, in actually, yeah. he kind of should have pinned him. Or he very well yeah. could have. Let's see if they, uh, if Pitt tweeted it or IG'd it or anything like that.
2: Yeah. Um, um, no, so, okay, so I, what I want, what I was thinking about this match is that, you know, the Klebov, I think, you know, we, we kind of think highly of Klebov. He had high school success, but he hasn't really been good at the college level. Um, and then and then you know he has this close match with Michich and we kind of were like, eh, okay." And we said, "Uh, oh, first match back." Um, and kind of I don't know, dismissed it ish for Mitchich, but now this is two matches and two I would say kind of unexpected results.
0: Yeah, well he'll have uh, Ohio State I think this week, which is definitely DeMilio. notable. Um, D'Amelio, so that'll be a different sort of test. I think he should be fine in that one. And then Nick Lee the week after that, which is obviously—I mean, that's the, that's the national champion. Yeah. So I'm I'm um, excited to see. I've got the I Tyler, I just sent you the the clip of him what? turning it, so we can watch it and you guys. Can I, if on I remember, right, I think
2: somehow. Uh, Michit's arm gets back through and to a place where it shouldn't have been, and that was what held him on his back, yeah, right there. See, so, yeah, his back arm. <coughs> Can we rewind a second here? Yeah, so hold on. his left arm pops through, and then that's why the left arm is then stuck right yeah right there, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep, so he couldn't punch. So, us- through usually, through when say a Peyton does that, he, he goes for it, the arm doesn't end up through here you know it ends up that way and then the guy is able to bridge off their back maybe you can hold them for a quick two but usually you can't hold them but because his arm was able to get through it actually held himself on his back
0: yeah so that was uh definitely an exciting moment for for the weekend we also saw wait, how so, you, you
2: we, wait wait like, i know it, hold on. on i got a tough there, question there's history question. here
0: history here we made oh, it okay, 43 well. minutes so it's 8 43 so almost a half hour and we didn't say the name Nick Suriano. How have we done this? He wrestled.
2: I, I love they wrestled a bonus match too. That makes me so happy. Yeah. They're in scrapping Damn that time. <laughs> All right, now go. Um So, man, I I I was I was on this train. We said we got this top 4 at 141. It's an invincible top 4. They're so freaking good. Um do we need to retract our statement now or do we need to wait longer but about, about Stevan Micic? You may do whatever
0: you like. I am not willing to give up. Now you 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 can't say it's an impregnable top four when the guy lost to Cole Matthews. So obviously yeah. it can be pregnated. However <laughs> <laughs> However oh. However Um Wow, Spay hammered Stevan. What the heck? Nine. What do you do?
2: He put do him do? down
0: at 9 behind Dresden Simon the trickster. What are what message are we giving the children if you put Stevan Mijic behind Dresden Simon who likes to trick officials?
2: He tricks people.
0: Trick
1: officials. I mean, honestly,
2: lose. he's making Mijic work his way up now. Yeah. Real of four? Yeah, it feels about right.
0: Yeah, if it, it feels right,
1: it just doesn't look right. Does not look right. I mean, it's fallen for his time at forty-one. Yeah, and hasn't wrestled folk style in three years. Yeah, three, it would have been.
0: I would have. I would like to see him. They they need to send him to the last chance open. They need to send they, him they, to.
2: They, yeah,
0: the, and like he if uh, or even that F and M open that was last week. That was actually kind of tough. Um, yeah, that might have been a actually, good place to go get a couple matches too. So I'm wondering if they hit the bonus. He, you know what? He needs to Duh, get. On, he needs to get with Bono because Bono and and the Badgers got every open in the United States on their <laughs> schedule. So they need to send him to some of those. They don't actually
2: go. Uh, wow, well, he moved uh, Diagostino all the way to number seven, and then Barnett all the way down to 15. But they got three three non-ranked guys who are so obviously Diagostino, Hildebrand, and uh, Ayala. In the mix at 125. Yeah, so new, new blood at this stage in the season makes I, it makes it pretty exciting. Okay, you got to ask Spay. Why is Hilderman all the way down at nine? He took fourth place at NCAAs last year, and he's not lost a match this year. It feels he, like well, nine's a leader. glory. Weren't in the bracket. Okay, he, so on to
0: six. He lost to McKee for a third at NCAAs.
2: So he gets dinged because McKee loses to other people. Well, he get he no he gets dinged it for not. It's his fault. McKee's all over the all. place. He doesn't have
0: any matches. Last time we saw him wrestle, basically he lost to Pat McKee. So why would we assume
1: he is anything different because he beat Spence no, no, no. and no, He beat Rale. Brody Teske and Sam Latona too at NCAs last year. Oh hell no. Year. He's ahead Listen. of
0: the he's ahead of the people that he beat at NCAAs. and he's behind the guy he lost to. He is not responsible for their losses. No, he's res- he is responsible for his resume
2: of the people he has lost to. He he plays higher than a bunch of these dudes in NCAs. I mean, Mastro Giovanni, it, come on.
1: Get Mastro beat McKee. <laughs> this you year. just want to. You no, I don't. But that's what
2: I'm saying. I'm saying hildebrand been not in the responsible streets. for McKee's losses.
1: And they're not responsible that Drew Hildebrand didn't wrestle for a semester. Yeah, wrestle. Oh gosh. He
2: took fourth NCAAs, and he's undefeated. He just kind of leaves. So undefeated he hasn't Kemmer, wrestled. Kemmer didn't wrestle for 17 months and he had him at number two still. Compare the resumes of <laughs> Michael Kimmer
0: and Drew Hildebrandt. They are not similar. What is that mug? That is such a pretentious mug. That's yeah, a nice mug. My mom got you me. One percenter. Look my at this.
2: Footprint. Oh my gosh. Good dog. Listen, I I I I'm defending Drew Hildebrandt right now. Seeing him at nine feels ridiculous. Um, it's it, ridiculous. He is not responsible for the peop- his opponent's future losses. You guys are trying to hold him liable because his opponent liable. is a wild crap. <laughs> he's not in court, Ben. <laughs> you guys are holding him responsible. You're moving his ranking because uh, the people that he wrestled are super volatile.
0: Which means he's probably super volatile if he loses to them. Would it not... S- Give that indication as no, well. No, it
2: just means his opponents can go up here, or down here. As as clearly he can. Oh man! Wow. Penn State bad. All right. Whatever you say, Penn State haters. He's but that, he is,
0: okay. So where would you rank someone that has a win over WrestleStats two nineteen and sixty eight?
2: Well, I'm so I'm saying he was fourth place in the NCAA tournament. Um, he hasn't wrestled. I mean, well, I mean, if you want to get down to it. Nick Suriano has not had a college match in for God knows how long. And he's number one, yeah, he which he David. should, in my opinion, he should be. He, yes, he should be. And Drew Hildebrand, I would put Drew Hildebrand at number five right now. I think it's the thing that makes the most sense. All right, well. if Drew Hildebrand cannot be held liable because Patrick McKee took and other people him. are highly liable. We need to get spay on here. I want you to yell at him. And if, I want him listen, to yell if back at you. takes him L's, if he takes some L's, go ahead and move him down. But if he keeps winning, then you know, give yeah. him show him some respect. If you keep Yeah. Call into who's number one in the show. Yeah, call into who's
0: number one in the show. No, I just <laughs> want to yell at him on. Yeah, you. this
2: is Ben from Wisconsin and I'm really pretty much <laughs> ranking of Drew Hilderant. I love Drew. You know what? I I, I never listen to talk radio, but I think somehow my uh, my Bluetooth from my phone got clicked off in my truck the other day. <laughs> And it was on a, a AM talk radio station. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know when you were a kid and you went places with your dad, did he listen to talk radio for you guys? Of course. Duh. And they had the sports shows and then the people call in and then they Paul give you opinions. And like, when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, these adults are smart. They're calling and giving their opinions. And now I'm driving around. Like, why on God's green earth are they letting random ass people call in and give their opinions about the Green Bay Packers? This is the most absurd thing ever. I don't want to listen to random Joe Schmo uh, sitting in his mom's basement talking about the Packers. <laughs> Dude, I used to. I used to call in. I got on
0: ESPN's ESPN Radio multiple times. Uh, no, you didn't. Like, I, I did, but before I, before <gasps> I worked at Flow or anything, I I listened uh... to ESPN Radio all
1: the time. I forget what the show was was called but I got on several times um with that being said you can call into this show at 515 <laughs> uh, 509 actually I'm having issues with that right now I need to talk to Sion, I'm like locked out of it
0: call toll free c-
1: calling because I'm getting it figured out I blame Sion. yeah we well, haven't ever made ins. well we like I said I've been locked out for like a week he's but... been locked out okay. he don't he doesn't have unlimited I don't know I think Sion didn't pay the Verizon bills so I got to figure it out that seems more than likely <laughs> oh, content's using the <laughs> phone they
0: got paid for it Matt Stenzel had a little uh, subtweet shot across the bow here. I don't know if yeah, we can pull Uh-oh. it in here. Matt Stencil, this is after uh, Drew made his debut. Loyalty is a missing trait in a lot of this people. This could be about anything. This could be about anything, but it seems like it's probably about the fact since that since it was best. six
2: minutes after Drew Hilderman's debut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's, it's uh, not all love from the chips losing their best no. guy. Uh, um, retweeted by Jason Borelli which wow. is notable um okay next topic where the heck are we gonna go there's so many options yeah, oh, I have a thought I have a thought oh so the NCAA wrestling tournament is how we determine who the best wrestlers and who the best teams are but yes there's a but. weird phenomenon phenomenon where all the best teams are not doing tournaments and some by choice, some not by choice. But team like Iowa did not go to a tournament. Will not go to a tournament this year. They, they did, were planned they to, but were supposed to go to Midlands, but then they decided not to. Matt man. And they sent backups to scuffle, but not starters. Right, notable. Oklahoma State, no tournaments really. You had no uh, uh with Penn State, no tournaments.
2: Arizona State. I, I, we're, we're not counting... So the collegiate duels, the 3 matches, we're not counting as a tournament. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it.
0: an individual bracketed tournament akin oh, to got it, got it, got where got you make the your collegiate way... Collegiate duels is notable, though, because it is multiple days. It is multiple days. Yeah. So you at least multiple simulate matches, the multiple, multiple weigh-ins and, and all that. But it just begs... You know, our, our people, our coaches and teams after last year being like, we don't need any tournaments. We just need to just make it to March. We don't need that wrestle at the... This tournament or that tournament, CKLV yeah. was huge, but very legitimately, the toughest, the second toughest tournament of the year might have been the Mat Men, which was like formed in less no, than a sc- week. No,
2: scuffle was what well. Oh,
0: scuffle was tougher. Scuffle was tougher. Yeah, for sure. But the fact that um, so few teams think <laughs> that they're or the elite teams are like, ah, we probably don't need need this. Is it a? Is it just a? I guess my question for Ben. Is it just some, uh, something that happened because that's just how the season's working? Or do you think coaches are like, I don't know how necessary these are?
2: I've never heard a college coach, uh, a high level one, um, and maybe I should just go start asking questions. I never heard of any of them talk like super in depth about this topic, which I, th- I think would be really interesting because, yeah, I, I do think you need matches. I think I think you need to compete against other guys who are really high level and, figure out where your weaknesses are and figure out where you get better. And I always thought more competition made me better because I was able to pinpoint those weaknesses and I felt the same way in my teammates. And I feel the same way in the guys I coach, whether it was at the collegiate level or, or now, um, you know, obviously I think, uh, over the course of a five year career, maybe more towards the end of your career, you could have guys taking a little more time off for themselves. But then like then to, to counteract that point, you know, one of the big themes that I actually kind of don't like, and it would would kind of be the opposite of this is a lot of these college teams are keeping guys all summer and having kind of regimented training programs all summer. And it feels like if you don't want your guys to be beat up and you want your guys to have longevity, you know, having them in a regimented training program over the course of the entire summer doesn't seem like a good idea. So I, I would actually love to hear, um, you know, one of these high-level guys' philosophy on what their whole season looks like or their whole, their whole year. And you know what? And why?
0: Interesting thing is, I kind of just thought of is is these coaches are uh, a lot of them, most of them, I think, is sort of control freaks. They like yes, to be in control. A dual meet, you're in an ultimate control. You could send, not send. You can bump you drop a guy in a tournament and then it's just like, they're kind of in the wild and sort of what happens happens unless you just pull them out. You don't get to choose the opponent or if you send out a different guy. So I think that element of control that you get in a duel could be something or it could be this season is just this season. And next year there'll be more normalcy and the teams will go to tournaments. But I do think it's notable.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit, and, and we think, I guess, kind of over a longer period of time, um, Iowa and Oklahoma State, specifically, who are usually two of the top two teams. I mean, they haven't been super active in the off season either. You know, so the, the freestyle season has become, I would say, more of a thing than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't been super active at sending their guys to say UWW Juniors or those type of things. And Penn State would be, I'd say, somewhere in the middle. Some years they have, some years they haven't. Um, yeah, I guess I, w- I would really love to hear it. You know what would be fascinating, which will never, ever happen, is like a roundtable of a bunch of college coaches talking about their strategies. Yeah,
0: that would be awesome.
2: They probably, I think they, a lot of them probably overvalue. their like, they think their strategy has more of an impact than it actually does. So they'll never talk about it, is what yeah. I would think. Kind of like you raged one time on the, the peaking thing.
0: What I, what I rage about? What Just like
2: how everyone thinks they have this secret formula for peaking. But yeah. it, in actuality, it's it's relatively simple. Is like do your volume training earlier in the season. And as you wind down towards the end of the season, bring the volume down so you have less injuries and guys are feeling fresher. I mean, it's really that, you know, and obviously from a technique standpoint, same thing. Like if we're two weeks from the Nationals, you don't want to be throwing a bunch of new technique at the guy. That's dumb, you know, so throw it at him and, November when they have five months till the NCAA tournament, and then as we're honing in towards March, we're not throwing very many new things at them. Maybe one thing or two things.
0: March is when you learn the secret moves, Ben, and then you unleash them <laughs> on your opponents.
2: Uh, yeah, but then, to your point, it, it's not like it's not like a secret complex recipe. It's relatively simple, but everyone thinks they have this super secret recipe of what they're doing. It's like. And yeah, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I think that the likelihood is probably you don't, and, but you think you do. True. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Other um, notable results, of which there were thousands. Lehigh takes out Cornell 18-15. to 15. The big matches Man. there were at 74-84 back-to-back. Foka.
2: Big letdown.
0: Foka goes down to Jake Logan 6-3, and then
2: AJ Burkhart takes out Johnny Lowe, who's been...
0: Well, Pretty good this year
2: but what do you think focus kind of fo- focus getting into the mckee category for me where mm. he's like a little bit all over the place that could be I mean, at, at this point in the season
0: that's a little bit of a, a an indulgence by you ben i don't know that he's reached the the mckee
2: level right i don't think he's well, there. I, I i okay i'm saying McKee level uh via volatility i mean we watched him have that he had to get off bottom to beat the freaking national champion remember he got written out and I, I flipped out about it and then um he goes to overtime with Makai Lewis and then he loses to Jake Logan and no offense to Jake Logan but he's not in the ballpark of Staraki and uh Lewis right I thought Foko looked
0: I mean he just wasn't did you watch the match he he was not attacking you know it was very that's was trying to counter it but it was too too much right you gotta shoot some
2: that's, but that's a little bit what he does. Is, I know, but right? I don't He's, think that's sustainable. You um, have to have offense. Yeah, it's not. Correct, yeah. So you, you have to have some offense. And, you know, I think when we watched him, was it – I always get – it was two years ago, right? Yeah, because last year Cornell didn't wrestle at all. So two years ago he was in his uh, red shirt, gray shirt season. And obviously he wasn't as good because he was younger. He had some losses. But I, I felt like he was pretty aggressive – um and now yeah I feel like that has backed off a little bit um and yes yeah, so I do think he needs to generate more of his own offense and he's a little bit too reliant on scrambles um when I, when I think about like the match matches like maybe is he cutting too much I was weight? gonna ask that what is the cut like for him this is a guy
0: who wrestled yeah. up at 86 in freestyle throughout that's where he actually beat Max Dean and started yep. all these you know, conspiracy theories about why Max was transferring out. It's like, oh, maybe he can't beat Foca, which I think as that's outrageous. That's
2: crazy to think about right now, right? That Chris Foca at 174 beat Max Dean at 197. Yes. It's yes. Wild. In freestyle. So, I, I'm not.
0: Um, I I think it could be cut related because I think when you see that kind of a difference in performance, it you look for something like that an outside variable because. We know Foca yes. can really wrestle. Um, yes, and you know against someone like dude, these these Lehigh guys are all gonna know. They're all pretty. They know how to scramble in general. Like, they're
2: they, engineers. They're, they're, they're engineers.
0: Exactly. So they know what they're they're doing in a lot of these positions. Um, Pat Santoro's yeah. ability to get the get the team up with guys that a lot of people haven't. You know, Jake Logan's
2: not some, a household name, but he's not. Ter- be- Jake Logan's actually he's. Not that bad. I mean, no. he's not great, but he's also not that bad. No, he's
0: not bad. Not at all.
2: He, he, yeah, and, and so he, he's hard to beat. So, I mean, like, <laughs> of all his losses this year, 3-2, 4-1. He did get killed by Starocky, but then 3-2 to Brand, 6-4 to Mako. Uh, you know, so he's he's close with the better guys. I mean, Starocky Starock, kind of put it on him. But besides he that, tough. he's been really close. He is tough. Yeah. So
0: that was a big win. And then A.J. Burkhart takes out Jonathan Lowe and that's kind of the that's really the match those were the two most notable matches Wood beating Fernandez 5-2 is not a surprise Yanni Tech's no. Steven Storm uh which is not a surprise that's a great name though Steve Storm <laughs> private eye not bad
2: I don't want I want I'm laughing I don't want to tell you what my thought
1: was <laughs> okay <laughs> JD you had the same thought uh, what is... I, I really don't know, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ben just enough.
2: All right. Well, you can tell us uh, that after. i know the... right what's in his head. <laughs> okay.
1: Got it. I'm thinking right. about Steven Seagal. Nothing else. What a beast.
2: Steven Seagal, that, that, that's a great martial artist right there. Exactly. One of the best. He would he would probably tap you, Ben, if we're being
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being, let's just be straight up about it. Mm, Have we talked about, a... we mentioned Purdue beat Nebraska 18 to 15. We mentioned
2: so no. But Purdue Peyton had Rob. none of their starters in, that, that, and Purdue was missing a whole bunch of dudes too. Purdue was missing Kendall Coleman. Uh,
0: I think that's the only starter I'm noticing out. And no, then uh, Nebraska wait, was missing
2: Shadred so, and Peyton Rob. Hold on, sorry. Give me give me two more seconds. I will get to the, the... box score is
0: in the thing, in the doc.
2: Too. Oh man, I'm I'm over Googling and searching, and <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm on pen. I'm on Purdue. Wait, so you're telling me? These dudes I never heard of are the actual starters. Like Hayden Lowry, he's he's the actual starter for Purdue.
0: At sixty-five?
1: I I think so. And Trey Cruz no, at it's, 49? Um Sonlin normally. Oh Emil Sonlin. Yeah,
2: I thought so. I I don't know this dude. <laughs> what about Trey Cruz? Is he actually their starter at forty nine?
1: Yeah, I think so. Dang. Cruise okay. control.
0: They were calling him Crucy right. on the broadcast. I don't know if that's right. It might be, though. There's no way that's right. <laughs> okay. It's impossible. So, yeah, they they were not, I mean, obviously missing Chad Red hurts and missing Peyton Robb, but, you know, they were missing Kendall Coleman at the same breath. So, yeah. Purdue just, Purdue, what, well, that's kind of crazy. Thinking you, about Tony Ersland, he was a longtime assistant at Nebraska, going to Purdue. Probably when he left, he probably had to think, I'm a few years away. It's going to be a while before we can compete with the Nebraska's. And that's it. Earth and that's kind of
2: been there for a minute, though.
0: Yeah, it's probably been five, five six years now. <laughs> it's crazy how time. Um, Nebraska looked kind of flat. They, yeah, they yeah. did not look their best.
2: You didn't mention Lion over Venz. Another another one. We need an all volatility team. That's mm. what we need. Vens, highly combustible. Is
0: that Venn's
2: what it uh, is? and McKee are the captains of the highly volatile team. I wonder if we can top that. Who's more
0: volatile? Um, uh, just the high no, highs. Eric Barnett maybe uh honorable mention volatility.
2: Yeah, I don't think he can beat McKee for to be on the team. Yeah, they're going to have to do a wrestle off for it. Hmm, who yeah, else right. could be on Ooh. the team? Let's that's a, that's a fun team to make.
0: We'll have to we'll have to do it. I don't want people to have to listen to us think cuz we don't know. <laughs> um
2: it might so, be fine to, to
0: him. Ed Scott. You know, Quincy Monday got the opening takedown against Ed Scott, I believe, and then Scott, um, it was it's really him late. He looked really good. Scott's on a roll. He and what a season Scott he's had. had him it's sort of season. He lost to his teammate A, Co., a. J. Cobots, but then he beat Quincy Monday. He beat Caleb Young. Ed Scott pinned him. Pin beard
2: Hughes.
0: Oh yeah, beat Jared Yeah. So Scott is quickly climbing the rungs at, at 157, and gotta remember it's only his second year, right? He was yeah. a true freshman last year. Really, mm-hmm. he got to wrestle the season. He was not. I don't think he got to qualify for NCAs because of not. the stupid qualification thing that sent. Never mind. Um,
2: no, he lost. I mean, he lost his ACCs. He lost to Andonian and Fine Silver, who are good, both pretty damn good dudes.
0: Yes. So Ed, this would
1: be. Uh Fine Silver last year in the duel right before.
0: And he had a cra- – his matches with – he had at least one crazy match with Andonian last
2: year, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, it was – Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think every match he had with
1: Andonian was crazy. Yeah. Duh, it's an Andonian match. And it's an Ed Scott match. <laughs> they're both kind of both, <laughs> uh, like both, both Yeah, they're girls. both wild. We uh-huh. yeah,
0: had Lucas Davison beat Trent Hilger. That was super notable. Um, uh, Davison looked good. He just
2: rode him out the third period. It was – um yeah, put a put a boot in it, and Hilger didn't really. Does Hilger have look an smaller to you? Ah, uh, is it he the was man bun? Pretty thing? lean. I
0: thought he looked. I think like he's not quite as. He might have done the tone tone thing. Maybe he's
2: the exact same uh, size. He was, but he was never. He, yeah, he was never. Um. Uh. Let's see. If what's the opposite of tone tone? I don't want to be offensive here. What's the opposite of tone tone? That's big tone. He was never that big yeah. tone. He he was never he was never big Trent. He was always kind of lean Trent. You know he was who's never, um, overweight. So I don't know exactly what his weight is. He does look lean, but I feel like he's kind of always been lean.
0: Davison's been pretty, is a pretty scrappy, interesting guy at heavyweight too.
2: Yeah. They had some, they had some good scrambles. Um, and then, but yeah, then he just put a ride on the third period and, and, uh, couldn't find his way out of it and gave up the ride time point and I think actually almost some near fall at the end, maybe, um, for the loss. Yes.
0: Now, hmm. uh, some non-college wrestling news, Jaden Uh-oh. Cox to Ann Arbor, Cliff Keen Wrestling Club, a pretty predictable move when you consider the relationship that he and KJ have, it makes, makes a lot. I think it makes sense outside of KJ too. Like it makes sense yes. because of that, but,
1: we partners with ringer
0: i mean who who is he training who did who was Jaden training with other than muhammad mcbride at, at at the otc he needs partners now he's going to go to cliff king oh, wait i
2: thought he was at njrtc
0: well i think he sort of was but i think i don't think he he wasn't i don't think he was living in new jersey listen
2: i saw pictures of him on the beach the jersey shore beach <laughs> there's so many beaches. Hey, yeah hanging out hanging out with nate jackson okay I don't know. I don't know that he ever moved there. He
0: might have trained there. I don't know if he ever moved there. I don't know where he's paying taxes. But he's Bormat said, Coach Bormat said he's he's going to Michigan full time. And you think about the partners there, I think it makes sense. You're gonna have Brookie, you're gonna have Amin, Mason Paris, because I think Jaden can probably go up and train with those big guys. Makes a lot of sense there. There's uh Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think it's a smart move by by Jaden and a pretty predictable one too cliff kingdom just keeps getting better and yeah better. actually
2: when it was announced i was like uh, i kind of thought like wait didn't we already know this and then i had to think like no it hasn't been announced but i didn't even think i was told this i think we had just talked about it happening and that had made it happen in my mind
0: yes you you had yeah <laughs> okay so why don't we get to some questions we haven't been giving a lot of time for questions well yet.
2: hey uh no I got, I got two i got something for you guys hit me Guys aren't mentioning the the all powerful cheesehead baby. Well, okay, you tell me. I did not follow.
1: Jace went down. You don't. I follow- heard yeah, about that. Just, oh, Rivera. Well, two
2: big times. The Wisconsin boys, Jessaroga Rogan went down, and Gavin Nelson went down. So two Cadet World team members. Uh, so the the um, cheesehead is the toughest tournament. In Wisconsin put together by Scott Cleaver um, brings in a lot of teams from out of state, and yeah, so we had uh Jezzarroga went down to Nicolas Rivera. Rivera's been really good in the past. He won Fargo multiple years ago, but his off season was, you know, he didn't place at USA folk style. He didn't place at Fargo. Um, He actually lost to Jagger ice in the state finals last year. So kind of like super unpredictable. No one saw this coming, Um, but it was kind of dominant. It was four takedowns to one or three, three takedowns to one, something like this. So I don't know where you guys are gonna move Jezzarroga in the rankings. I don't know. If, I don't know if you can't put nickel in the rankings because of all the losses he's had in the last year. Well, you got to um, rank then, him if he beat the number one guy. Guy kind of got to rank if he beat the number one guy, but then also, I mean, this is where you look. right. he had, I because I actually looked through his wrestle stats. I'm like, are his wrestle stat, his tracks. I'm like, damn, like, how did I, how did I not see this coming? You know? And then I'm like, well, no, I'm, I remembered right. He lost all these matches. Like no one really saw this coming. Um and then so that would be one and then the other one was Koi Hopke who is I don't know where you guys have him at he's good he's young um is he one he, of your guys he, he's not he's from all the way up North there hey in the middle of nowhere I don't know if he goes to pinnacle or I don't know where he goes um up North there hey what's that is that he's a, a, he's from well he's from a, well, a, he's from, yeah, a town Amory they're really good at wrestling uh, I think they might be number one in Division Two, but they're very, very, very far up north. I couldn't even tell you where on the map. I just know it's way up north there. Hey, um, what is it? What is it?
0: Why do you say "hey"
2: at the end? That's what all the Wisconsin people say. It's to make fun oh, the hey. of them. Oh, yes. Yeah. But it sounds like he's it's saying like that, "hey." That hey, hey, they said. It's, oh, it's like okay. that northern Wisconsin, Minnesota, Fargo. Oh, you think he's near Duluth? Maybe yes. on the border there, border town. Could be yes, yes. <laughs> okay, exactly. So he he was nine, and Gavin Nelson was three. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: So, so those are those are some couple pretty big couple results. good matches
0: there. David Bray's gonna have some decisions to make. Yes, we'll sir. Find out, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. What I mean, are. one
2: of the unfortunate things that I get annoyed about with, um, it's it's not your guys' rankers' fault, and it's not well, it's Wisconsin's fault. Wisconsin guys don't get to travel barely at all. So we, we don't, our kids don't see uh, a lot of national competition in, within the season. We maybe go to the Dvorak or the Minnesota Christmas Tournament, but it's not like they're going to the Powerade or Beast of These East or Ironman or any of those things because the travel regulations are relatively strict. Got it, yeah. Unfortunately. It's very unfortunate.
0: Oh, another, yes. oh, what was another thing I was going to say? I had a thing you had a thing it left my brain completely Wait,
2: someone else. there was a you know um Sinclair one of our guys told me that uh who was he, he said Singleton beat Rowley at the Doc B I don't know if there's any other good results I watched that.
0: that match yeah he could um Raleigh Raleigh struggled getting off the bottom um yeah good Singleton's he's the man the kid's really tough Matty Ice oh I know what I was gonna say Austin Gomez Speaking of Wisconsin things, oh. he, he beat Yaya Thomas. We did not mention that.
2: Yeah, we didn't mention
0: that. Re-attack, re-attack, re-attack. Uh, and then Yaya, he beat Blockus pretty good. So he he rebounded pretty well. But Gomez having a good year, in my opinion. He did yeah. lose to Heil
1: at the Matman. Heil. But other than that, he's he's not some good dubs. He's clearly an All-American threat. But where do you realistically like <laughs> see him ending... Honest, honestly, I mean, look mm. at this This weight.
0: Yaya's Cut literally fifth. Yeah, you, you tell me Austin Gomez can't beat Ridge Lovett? I think he can go with someone like Ridge. Ooh. Can he get off the bottom? I don't know about that. Yeah, Jaden Abbas, he could go with him. Kyle Parko for sure. Bryce Andonian, he he is, in my opinion, it, he is with all I of those need guys.
1: Gomez versus Andonian.
0: Gomez versus Andonian is, is bananas. That should happen. Um... But don't don't you agree? I mean, yeah, I know I he agree. he lost to Josh Hile, yeah. but here's here's the people ranked ahead of him. One, he lost to. There's Heil. just a lot of there's a lot of parody there. Tons, tons. Yes. Yeah. If he's right, going into it's NCAA's... like a weird Al album. So, wait, what? Parodies. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the same word. Uh, but, I,
0: love know, wrong. I love it. I love it. That's very funny, JD. Weird Al. Okay, let's go to. Questions from Rich Perez Negron. Rich, shout out. I'm in. He was our intern. Come back in the office sometime. Rich. Yeah, come hang, Rich. I think he lives in Austin. His brother is Tony. For you Penn State fans. So say, <laughs> That's funny. We're haters. His brother wrestles for Penn State.
2: And we love Rich. You guys are Penn State haters.
0: And his question was You guys have talked about this being the re- best Rutgers t- team, best team Rutgers has fielded. With the way recruiting's been, how much better the program's become, is it realistic to think Jersey's Big Ten team could compete for a team trophy in the not-so-distant future? So the jump that Rutgers has to make is tough. It's very like it's, large. Uh, you, there's teams that can kind of hang out in that sort of zone where you have two to three to four All-Americans, and then you have a really salty dual team. Getting up into that top four echelon is – is a rung that looks a little closer than it can be sometimes. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Like it's like, man, mm-hmm. we just get another guy, another. Guy. But that's like often the the step that's the hardest to get. But yes. they recruit well, they develop well, and I think they have a the, the pit. One of the main pitches at Rutgers that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's a part of it, but get to wrestle in that kind of an environment is like. It's one of the. It's certainly one of the top five places to wrestle in college wrestling. I would say the rack, Jersey, in Jersey Mike's Arena. Yeah, in Jersey Mike's. I mean There's. that that place is nuts, and they show out. Yeah. Um. I, that that's a thing. You're you get to be in the Big Ten. Um. Not so distant future. So in the next ten years, can Rutgers get a trophy? I I say yes,
2: no question. Man, it's a long time. Next ten years. geez. please Ten years but is nothing, man. Just think. That's it seem like it's a long time. Well, wow. but I don't think they're that close. Uh, it's because yes, making that next jump is hard, and I feel like, um, the current coaching staff has actually been there for quite a long time now. Mm-hmm. And they've obviously brought them, you know, when they started, they were way below where they are right now. They've brought them up to a good level, but haven't really shown that they're going to take that next step up. They haven't had any years where they've been like, I mean. What do you think about what a Missouri's done, or what an NC State? Like they'll have those duels where they beat the number one or two team in the country, and then maybe maybe they'll drop back down because they don't have the depth, but they will have those wins. And Rutgers, I don't think has had one of those type of wins yet. Have they?
0: No, not not quite yet.
2: So I think they got a little ways to go.
0: Then your hair looks nuts, bro.
2: <laughs> what happened to my hair?
0: You look like the aliens guy.
2: I don't watch movies, so I don't know that reference. This,
0: this guy, he's not a movie. He's from the TV show. I don't know if Tyler...
2: I don't know the it. TV show either.
0: Well, I don't know what the, even the TV show is, but it's the famous meme of the guy just saying aliens <laughs> with crazy hair. You've seen it. <laughs> For it <laughs> out. I don't I
2: mean, know what you're talking okay, we about. We sent
0: it to Tyler. Maybe, yeah, he's... Tyler, it was in the chat. It's okay.
2: I'm looking through your rankings here. Are you? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Right, this happened. guy, that's you, Ben. Oh, hold on, I'm clicking over. Oh, that guy! I know that guy. Yeah, see, <laughs> I knew you knew.
1: Okay, that's
2: funny, that's um, really
0: funny. How many clubs has Jaden competed for since college, um, excluding Titan Mercury? So he wrestled. He he trained at Missouri, trained at the OTC, Ohio RTC, NJRTC, and now A lot. That's the that's the fifth. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he's been, he's, been, he's made his rounds. I I would like to think that this will be a pretty. This should be a pretty lasting stay. You would think. Seems to be set up to yeah. to work out for him. Okay. Um, from Sways, Sways happens. Grandview Wrestling goes to Loper Wrestling this week. Portillo versus Portillo, possible at one twenty five. Longest dual streak on the line with NCW NAI dual champs. This is for JD, basically.
1: JD. Go Lopers, baby, always. All right, we got Lopers. Got They fell in the uh, national dual semis to St. Cloud, who set the NCA record for straight duels, and then lost it literally little later that day. But go Lopers always. Next
0: question from Jason always. Hildreth, who I think is in the chat. Have you ever seen so many weights across the board for an upcoming NCAs, where maybe there's a few favorites for the top three or four, but there's literally 15 guys who could p- place fifth through eighth? Deepest NCAAs ever? Well, Jason, I think mm. it is definitely the deepest ever. probably ever. because it. Until
1: next year and then the year after and the year after when guys are still coming back as well.
0: Yes. So... I think it probably is the deepest maybe well, next year will be deep
2: are you guys sure because this year also has all the olympic red shirts too who like somehow deferred their eligibility in their like their 19th year of college
1: yes yes i i don't th- i think this all level those def- guys are gonna have eligibility after this year like dayton and Vita well no and like a,
2: a, Michich, a so obviously amicic uh like there's a yeah few of those guys suriano for example the, i mean those three will all be done after this year and they had used olympic grade shirts
0: yes yes very true oh uh, yeah very deep very deep um if Hildebrand and bergier are at their best how does this team stack up against the great penn state teams of the past can they score 150 points at ncas seems they have a chance to qualify all 10 they could have eight aas and, is, and they have four big hitters five if you count kirk I say I th- no. I think it'll be tough. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I don't think this team, because one, one thing you have to consider also with Penn State is the field. The field is so tough. So that, That's true, yeah. that on its own has a limiting factor about it. That's going to make it tougher. And they don't bonus like those previous teams, which matters. But, it could be. It could still be a really strong performance in one one of their better teams. But man, that team that that wins. But when
2: you say one of their better teams, uh, Christian, man, that's like the Kale's had what eleven years now. So but even I, if you put them at number four, that's not in the top third. True. And I don't think I, they're going to be at number four.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think this team could be better than all the first uh, four Kale teams. That he had that mm-hmm. won that first set of four.
2: Maybe. Interesting.
1: Maybe. But
0: like you think about that team that went <laughs> that went Zane, Nolf, Chenzo, Mark Hall, Bo Nickel. Yeah. Um who's their ninety seven? Someone good. Um probably someone good. Someone good. So they they've I don't think they're stepping into that realm yet.
2: Um, yeah. I don't think so. But the
0: interesting thing is they have so many of these guys back next year. So how much how much better can they get now? It's RBY. Listen, I know RBY, RBY ain't coming back. He doesn't think he's
1: coming back. I'll, Brady Berge didn't think he was coming put back. Put it right here.
0: <laughs> put it right put it down. Put it in stone. I think Roman wrestles next year.
1: Really?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, think he I think he will. I mean I guess my question would be like what does what does he think he's gonna do next year is he good is he think because he hasn't really said that he's like well I'm done with college wrestling because of this right I'm going to coach or I'm going to do MMA or whatever he he hasn't said that he wants to fight I think he that's, I think he wants to do a little no. freestyle and then fight but a little freestyle and then you fight him
0: yeah then you fight these people I I think he's back Kale's gonna talk him into it he may. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I, I I sort of think he'll be back. Okay. Will Nicky Push-Ups ever step foot in a Michigan classroom? Of course he will. He's a scholar, student athlete. He could be all online. Could be all online. So, actually, good point, JD. He could be just he will an a classroom. He will virtually <laughs> step into the metaverse, as it were. Um, what is the best <laughs> open in the country? This is easy. The last chance open. open in Iowa City. Iowa Stop. State. That is the best. That is the best. That's genius. Remember that? With, that was like one of our most fun shows ever because I you were that was so ridiculous because we we're talking about it. we're like dude he's just totally rigging it and then Coach Dresser comes on he's like guys yeah I rigged it it's a rule you can do it it's really smart and then we're like my gosh this man's a genius.
2: Oh, so funny. That was perfect.
1: From Big Pants.
0: <laughs> Big Pants has stepped in. He says, "Do you think Richie Figs can match Ayala's early season success so far?" I, th- I think he could. Well, I think
2: we, we haven't got.
0: Yeah, we know he's redshirting. Could, can? Is it possible? Yes, it is absolutely. I'm.
2: Yes, I think it's possible.
0: Figueroa, he was with the team at the Arizona State Michigan duel that wasn't, and uh, yeah, he, he looks solid. I think the a guy that could definitely use a year.
1: It was clearly on um, LS level last year. Absolutely, yeah. High school, so absolutely.
0: Thoughts on Braxton Amos' early season losses? I already talked about it. Moving on, he's coming back. He's gonna have a— Crush him. He's gonna qualify, and then who knows what happens? Get, get, get to, <laughs> get to the dance. That's what I say. Um, we already talked about Mićić. That was a good question, though. Is it Rust? Is I think it's a combo. Folk-styley positions that he hasn't felt in a long time, and he's got some issues from bottom. He's got yes. to figure those out. Um, but I'm not, I'm not ready to sell sell my Meechich stock. Gable's best college self or Snyder's best college self? Line set oh, at minus two and a half. Gable. Who are you taking?
2: I'm taking Gable. He's got thirty pounds, and he's the Olympic champion. Taking Gable.
0: Yeah, I, I think yeah. Uh, there's there's no – I don't think there's any heavyweight I could pick to beat Gable, including the great I mean, Kyle
1: Snyder. What would the line have to be? For well, you I
2: mean, him? but with oh. Kyle, it's hard to see past the victory um, because essentially I think Kyle does a lot of the things that Gable does well the, the same, but he's smaller. He's smaller. Significantly um so how is he going to execute on that stuff and uh, yeah I I see that being a tough one um uh, I think someone that would be the most interesting against Gable would be like a Stephen Neal someone Stephen who's gigantic Neal. and can match athleticism and obviously Stephen was a world champion that would be one that I would be very fascinated to see uh you know and the other one would be and I'm, I'm picking Gable but I'm just saying the other one that I would be interested to see would be a really big kind of immovable heavyweight, like a Cole Conrad or a Steven Mako, um, you know, because I think they would force Gable to go underneath them. And could he do that safely? Right. Um, I'm I'm picking Gable. They're not going to shoot on him. Yes.
0: I want to see Dustin Fox.
2: Chris Taylor,
0: Chris Taylor. I actually, I think, uh, (laughs) I think he makes the big guys go timber personally. Conrad's interesting. Mako's interesting, but I I think wh- have we
2: ever seen him really struggle with the size of anyone? I can't. Well, I, I don't example. feel like there's, but uh, who's been in, in this era right now? Who's the really big, good Coon. heavyweight Kuhn? Yes. And he did struggle against Kuhn the first time
0: in freestyle and he was like nine. <laughs> and then he teched him. He was nine, he was he nine, was nine he was years 18. old. Look it up. He was nine. Oh, God. Everyone acts he like got he, over was, no, he was nine so. years old and he lost to Adam Coon by tech. But it was kind of close tech. And then, okay. and then he beat him. A year later, when he turned 10, he beat him twice. He, he beat him. Yeah. Yes. He, so that was a. Uh, but even Adam was like not your typical big, big guy heavy. He didn't wrestle like a big guy heavy. He was like almost overly active at times and yes. would put himself he, in some
2: he, bad positions. But he did beat Kyle yeah. Snyder. He gave Kyle a lot of trouble because but in the Kyle in the Kyle Steiner matches Kuhn wrestled like a big guy and very disciplined and that was kind of what Kyle had issues with yes um
0: yeah. but yeah I've never seen anything like Gable. The thing with Gable is there's no compromise in any aspect of his game
2: like, What do you mean by that
0: what I mean is normally the 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 really strong guys are maybe not that nimble. Or maybe the really fast guys yeah, yeah. are not that technical, but he is all the things. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's not a compensation there. There's not like, there's he's not big and slow. He's not fast and small. He's everything. Yes. He's just everything. Uh, that's why we'll, we'll, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like it again.
2: Yeah. Well, it's kind of sad that we don't get to see how long it would last. I, and I, honestly, yeah. I, I had this funny phone call yesterday a Bucks beat writer called me because I uh, I quoted Giannis when he said this uh he had a really great quote he one did. time about um pride and ego and humility and you know I, I I said not to pick on John Jones but you know John Jones for a point in time was the greatest mixed martial arts solo artist we've ever seen mm-hmm. and still often it's not what still might be I mean, yeah, there's potentially still money, But so often it's not the skill level that takes those guys out of the game, right? It's, it's everything else because when you get to a certain point and you're, you're the greatest, it's hard to maintain focus and motivation. Mm-hmm. And you can be distracted and you can think that you're entitled to certain things. And that, that can kind of take you out of the game, right? Which we've seen with John in a multitude of ways. <laughs> and so with Gable, it would be like, well, if Gable can maintain the motivation and focus he has right now, is anyone gonna beat him ever, right? Um, and so you see, like with a you know a great example, would be, we ha- we actually have a lot of great examples in wrestling. I think because maybe they don't get the the money or the fame that they do in certain other mm-hmm. sports. But the the JB and Dake and Taylor, I mean, these guys have been at the pinnacle for quite a few years now, and they've maintained that focus and motivation. But would Gable be able to do it? And obviously. I don't want to say he's not because he's he's choosing a different path, and that's fine. Um, But if if he were to stick in wrestling, could he do it for the next decade or 12 years? Like, it would be very interesting to see.
0: One thing that I think is notable about where Gable's at and where his motivation is is I was curious how this season would look for him when he competed. Like, how good is he going to look? Is he going to be between two worlds and just, like, he's so good that – yeah. I think he looks as sharp as as we've seen him look. I don't think there's yeah. been he had the he was a little maybe he could have pushed it a little bit against Oklahoma State, but man, how he looked against Cassiope! He looks as good yeah. as as we've seen him look. And now we'll obviously Kirkfleet and Mason Paris will will be different sort of challenges for him. But I think um, I, I think he looks great, and he's I, obviously putting
1: in the work still. I think part of that also is Gable just as like. I'm so much better than you. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna dominate you. Like a mentality type thing of just like, yeah. Like you get like a, mm-hmm. like he has like a swagger about him. Not that that wasn't there before, yeah. but you go, you win an Olympic medal. It only adds to it. But I think like timing things,
0: like his reattacks oh, are yeah. so insane. Yeah.
1: Like you know he's, you can't
0: keep that sharp just on muscle memory, right? You've, he's got to right. continue yeah. to be doing them. Um, yes. Yeah, so, man, he's, he's awesome.
1: Anthony Cassar, legend, continues to grow. <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah,
2: actually, you guys have Anthony Cassar ranked number one due to old wins.
1: He still has eligibility. Yeah, he could come. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What if he comes out stone cold Steve Austin style? Yeah, beat
0: it, Kirk. I'm
1: here. <laughs>
2: Listen,
0: a
1: big
2: ass he's gonna take an ass but if he does. <laughs> Sorry, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's
0: different. Definitely different. Yeah, it's different. It's different. That's oh, what you
1: got. You gotta beat the man and then go out
0: a legend. He is. He is a legend.
1: <laughs> we'll never know.
0: <sighs> yeah, could have been him. Okay. I got nothing else. We got plenty to talk about for tomorrow and Thursday. Shane Sparks coming on. Hey,
2: Wait, no, no, we didn't talk. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I, I want another week of picks. Dominating guys. I'm, I'm gonna go. I had a bad week one. I just didn't take it seriously. I wasn't focused enough after week one. I didn't do good. I said, listen, I'm gonna lock this thing down right here. And then y'all got so an extra one, one because one, I was an optimist. Going, and took I'm going week over. two to
1: finish.
0: It's currently wire thirty-eight twenty-eight, almost wire to wire. Thirty-five thirty-one. I'm down. I'm down three. That can change in the how course of the How far is
2: JD
1: week. down? Tell me how far JD's down. I'm thirty-two and thirty-four. Six games oh, back. Brutal, That's gonna JD. be tough.
0: That's it's gonna tough. be tough. I
1: gave you all that gift with the over under of matches. Wait, happening. listen, JD. And even we even let you. It.
2: We let you make the lines. You can make the line whatever the hell you
0: want. <laughs> You're literally the lines maker. You could. You're ring the it. line maker.
1: Wow. You you made the over under line. Yeah. And, I, was and, I, won and I won
2: that one. though Even if you make all the lines, I'll probably win them all.
1: Yeah, we were close.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, congrats to Ben. I'm gonna run you down. I got plenty of time. Wait till NCAAs.
1: It's over. Shout out to Drake Allen. Allen. He got me one though.
0: Shout out to Drake. There you go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Fun weekend of wrestling. Another fun one coming up. It's This, this is just fun times. All the duels. All the wrestling. All the wrestling discussion, very fun. We will see you tomorrow. Make sure you check out the updated rankings. They're up, number one on the site. If you see a picture of Nick Soriano, click it, and then you'll see all our updated rankings. You'll see the rankings that Ben is even complaining about. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you, and goodbye.
1: Go Lopers.